Booty Judge. Booty Judge. Booty Judge the racist. <laughs> that red herring was good. How about the the uh, um, the the rapist? That was that was a good sideline. The the New York one or Booty Judge. Booty Judge. Oh, okay. I thought this was the real story that I read no, today no, no, that no. bummed me out. He raped no. somebody. No. no, not him at all. It was not him. It was just oh. a, it was a rapist. It was a school bus driver that raped a fourteen-year-old girl, and his punishment was ten ten years probation. Oh, no jail time. And the judge the judge said, "Well, he had a clean record, and it was only one girl. Oh. It's not like it was multiple girls." And I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah." Here's something funny I saw in the news right before. I saw two stories today that are so juxtaposed it's crazy. So the cop, you remember a couple years ago, the cop who shot the white girl from Australia. By accident, this, mm. yes. She she she, call, she called nine eleven and he showed up and and shot her instead. Uh, mm. Yet yeah, he's going to jail for murder. Yeah, of course um, he, is. he shot a very pretty white girl. The woman yeah. who broke into the guy's house thinking it was hers and shot him dead. Mm. Right. The cop. Eh, we're not sure on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We're not sure because well he was black and she was white and you know I mean yeah it was his apartment but you know. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, and did yeah? I was gonna say, did you see the other one cop in the history of the world who murdered someone and was found guilty? But he was a Muslim cop. So. Oh, <laughs> sure, that explains yeah. it. Yep, they're saying they're they're saying that this guy, the one with the where she went into his house, that he wasn't following orders, and that's what he got shot for in his house. Yeah, could you imagine if someone came into your house and you didn't know and was like, "Hey, put your hands up, don't move," and be like, "What?" <laughs> uh, nope. Wow. So I was also told the other day <laughs> about someone who listens to this podcast says, you only open your mouth either to crack a joke or if you're really mad about something. <laughs> Wait, who, me? <laughs> me. Or you? Me. Oh, okay. Somebody told you that? Yes. Huh. I don't think that's true. I think it's, part, I, think it's, I think it's partly true. <laughs> yeah, but you're mad about any, everything, so you I know, really you're coming am. a lot. I, I really am. I retort, so... <laughs> This, this this should be game of arguments because uh... <laughs> Jeff, you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? You should never start. <laughs> you should totally watch it. It's awesome. Yeah, you're the target audience for the last episode. Me? No, Jeff. Yeah, uh, Jeff is. Read the he, books, sure. He's never seen a single episode, so we'll have we'll have the two showrunners hold his hand through every step of the show. <laughs> first season and a half. You gave up after the first season and a half? Wow. Smart. Uh, Joffrey died. Oh, that was like season four. No. What's that? Joffrey, Joffrey died? died? Yeah, he died at the beginning Se- of season four. Are you sure? I thought that was like season two, episode one. <laughs> nope, nope. It was season four, like episode two. <laughs> two. Huh. Okay. Was it really? Yeah. Because the Red huh. Wedding was the end of season three. Oh, sure. That was that, that's oh, season yeah. three, not two. Hm. And they killed off the best character known to man. Who's Rob's, that? Rob Stark. I'm a I'm team Rob all the way. <laughs> He's the true prince that was promised. They should brought his ass out of the fucking crypt. No, Arya is the prince promised. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> it's called a song of ice and fire. She's just ice. <laughs> and a horrible she's, horrible character now. What? No, she's not. She's yeah, no one's any of those things. <laughs> well, I loved Arya. Well, Arya I mean, was one of my favorite characters. Till she did a complete 180 in season seven and became a robot. Well, she she breaks out every once in a while. She's had a hard life. <laughs> Look, Sansa had a hard life. Oh, very true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to get started. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Right. Do it, Doug. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, April 30th, 2019, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. Jon Snow was the prince that was promised. <laughs> I'm Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and Game of Thrones before we start recording. <laughs> Ian is also the prince that was promised. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> a true story. Uh, and we give our point of view on these topics from a secular point of view. We give our opinions on these topics from a secular point of view. I actually have this written down in front of me. I just don't look at it. 
If you would like to join in on a conversation, you can go to our Patreon page. You can go to profaneargument.com and click the new link that is on there that will take you to our patron page where you can sign up and join us live on Discord where we record. Or if you uh, can't do that, you could also post to facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet to us at profanearg. I do see some new names here in our offline list that aren't here that are in green like jeff oh yeah look at that uh we actually had a couple a uh, couple people raise their pledge they they raised their pledge so appreciate that hmm. and uh yeah I, they're not online currently but um I, i'm glad to see it's working if anybody has any problems signing up uh tweet to us or send an email to uh godless at provane arg i'm not sure that i can fix anything but um i'll <laughs> try and help Hey, to, to, to entice people, Ray, maybe you should start posting articles and stuff or whatever in the Discord that mm. only these people can get access to. Mm. That's not a bad idea. And actually, any of us can do that. <laughs> I do. I, I, it, I so. post some videos sometimes. I'll, I'll write a goddamn article <laughs> about Arya Stark here. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a religious overtone to it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. There was a prophecy. <laughs> So there you go. That's a little incentive to to come to the Discord. Yeah, absolutely. Also, you could just chat with us. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on Discord all the time. I don't know about these people. I don't know what you do in your spare time. Probably adult shit. During the day, <laughs> it's kind of hard. I'm in meetings half the time, but other than that, it's usually running anymore. So this week on the show, we need to get started. Otherwise, I mean, we're already starting late. This week on the show, we'll be talking about uh, the, how the Trump saga continues. Mm-hmm. Buttigieg. And the Satanic Temple, an update on the Satanic Temple. Big update. Yeah. But first, measles update. The number is still growing. As of this weekend, the number was up to 695 cases of measles. Highest number since 2000. Wow. We'll get there. Yeah. We had it wiped out for years and years and years, and now it's back. One article that was on the New York Times that I wanted to mention was the fact that a lot of people use the excuse of, well, I don't need to vaccinate my kids because of my religion, to which uh, religious leaders have responded saying, what What now? <laughs> what are you talking about? As it, as it turns out, Islam, Jewish, Vatican, they all endorse vaccination. They all say you should get your kids vaccinated. So, you know, if you're... Amish, maybe, maybe you have an, a, a you know religious reason, but not if you're one of the monotheistic religions, the, the main Mainstream. monotheistic mm-hmm. religions here. Even Trump said, "Get your shots." Yeah, after <laughs> tweeting something different a year ago, but still. Yeah, I mean, but, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> you want to hear? You want to hear something disturbing about the about the vaccinations now? Mm-hmm. Is how it's kind of just seeped into the culture that it's a bad thing to 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 the uninformed like who who don't really have a stance on it at all they've just heard like, it's bad at this point. right so for instance there's a there's a 16 year old girl who works in my office and we got on the subject of vaccinations one day and i'm like i'm like are you vaccinated and she's like no right and i'm like why mm-hmm. not and she's like oh well it's you know it's not good for you <laughs> right and I and like me and the other adults in the room were like, oh my god! And we started explaining to her that she should go get vaccinated, and she was like, yeah, but I, you know, doesn't everybody just know that that's a bad thing? No, and that's where we're at. Wow. I mean, granted, I don't expect a sixteen-year-old to be on top of this type of shit. Well, did her, I'm wondering if she actually has been vaccinated. What? Because it just mostly happened when she was a kid, so she doesn't remember. Well, last well, year, unless her parents are idiots. Last year, her father took a shot at her with a gun, and he's in jail right now. So oh. <laughs> Uh, she's also getting homeschooled, so oh yeah. I mean, we're, we're, it's a it's a whole yeah. She hasn't been brewing. vaccinated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably not. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that um, babies don't get vaccinated with the MMR until they're what six months old, something like that. There was uh, somebody posted a picture online of their three month old child who had the measles, which is really freaking dangerous. It's like, thank you, neighbors. Good job. Now my kid's life is in danger. Appreciate that. Yeesh. I know some of the vaccines they can't give until, you know, a certain age mm. um, because the, the body's just not ready to handle it. I was actually waiting to see if Ian remembered when the MMR was given, but uh. <laughs> maybe not. To me? No. no. To your child. Oh, uh, the first one I don't remember. The second one was <laughs> yesterday. So the follow-up oh, the MMR, MMR okay. is at five. Okay. Okay. So the initial just... one is probably shortly after being born. Oh. Mm. The article said that it was like six months. Huh. Interesting. 
Maybe six months. Sure. That's immediately after being born. <laughs> when you're not that's... getting any sleep, it's pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> right. The other thing I wanted to mention about measles, and this was posted by a Pittsburgh atheist here who is listening. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. The measles are in Pittsburgh. Uh, only one case that we're aware of. The guy went out shopping and they said a couple places where he had been shopping and gave out uh, alert on the gave out alerts on the news saying if you've been shopping there and you haven't been vaccinated, go go see a doctor. Like it, don't panic. It's okay, but just you know, be safe. I didn't realize how contagious measles was. I mean, people. Oh, extremely. Ninety yeah, percent, they say, if you're like. Within earshot of somebody. Jesus. <laughs> and apparently this did not come from either of the other sources of uh, measles in the country. This came from, apparently he was overseas, came back, and then started getting sick. And that's part of the problem is measles will be in your system with, and you, you won't know anything for several days. And during that time, you're still contagious. Ian, you have a lot more contact with parents these days than probably the rest of us. Mm. Does, this mm -hmm. ever, does this ever come up? Uh, yes. And everybody, yeah, everybody uh, you've run into is pretty reasonable, or? <laughs> the, well, it, yeah, again, I'm not, I don't branch out that much. So, uh, you know, most of the parents that I spend time with are of similar mindset to me. Mm. So they're all, you know, very adamant about receiving vaccines and not bringing unvaccinated children into, you know, scenarios where they can affect large groups of children and... Mm. Yeah, nope, I haven't run into anybody on the other side of this issue. Good. So they're not... At least not... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for the best for many reasons. Mm. All right, that's all I had about the measles. Another follow... Well, and anti-vaxxing in general. Another follow-up, uh, we had talked to several times about the Catholic Church, and uh, basically it's come up since the Pennsylvania report came out mm. with 300 names of abusers. The... Archdiocese of New York has put out a list of 200, or sorry, 120 clergy credibly accused of sexual abuse, child abuse. Hmm. And I mean, that's great that the, that they did this because, you know, it's actually, I think it's the first time that the church has actually come out and done this without it being, oh. you know, the local courts or so, prosecutors coming after them. Hmm, so it wasn't based on a lawsuit or anything. They just they did it on their own? I'm thinking they're getting ahead of something. I think there's been plenty of lawsuits in New York, mm. and they're trying to get ahead of it now. The problem is there were 300 priests in the Pennsylvania report and 120 in New York. I think they're undercounting. Yeah, because there are a lot more Catholics percentage-wise in New York yeah. than in Pennsylvania. and a, I mean, a ton, not percentage. Just So, I... And I, I don't know. I don't know if I really. Well, it does say credible, credibly accused of child sex abuse. So maybe there are more cases that were they deemed not quite credible enough that they left out. Or maybe they left off the ones that are already dead. Because Pennsylvania went through everybody. Yes. So maybe the, yeah, the rules are different and who gets on the list. Hmm. And with that, uh, Jared, I think posted the the Netflix. Documentary? <laughs> is this is this true in any way? No, that's a fake story. <laughs> okay, I just yeah, noticed uh, the number. Yeah, yeah oh, the yeah. number the number is is enough to. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, that seems that seems bad. All right, man. Well, tell them what it is, right? <laughs> what the new what the new Netflix documentary coming out is. <laughs> Netflix. There's a what is this? Hardtimes.net. Yeah. yeah, it's very much. It's like a hard rock version of uh, the Onion. Mm. Uh, a twelve hundred part documentary of uh, child abuse in the Catholic Church. <laughs> he didn't that's, see the number. A, yeah. Mm. <laughs> soon as I, see, I saw the number, you know, I saw that in there, and I was like, "Should I stop him before he?" I'm like, I want to know if he's just going to bring it up because he knows it's a joke, or if he's going to start reading it. And I was like, "Oh boy, <laughs> no, no." I assumed that since it was coming from you, it was legit. <laughs> First mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in my defense, we were, I was on the site and I was reading off all the headlines to some other guys and we were all laughing about them because they're video game oriented and music mm. oriented. And then I saw that one. I said, oh, I got to throw this one in the profane argument <laughs> one. They'll get a laugh out of it. <laughs> all right. So moving on to something a little bit more serious, um, a lot more serious. Mm. The synagogue shooting in California, I I don't, again, I don't know if you have anything you really want to say about this. It's 
in my mind, the only thing I can say is it's it's completely along the same lines as the other things that are happening. Mean, he even said that he he took the bombings and the other shootings, like the shooting in Pittsburgh, as a plan for his, what he was going to do. Mm. So I'm uh, slightly ashamed and it's a, a, a telling, I don't remember the story. How many people were killed? Damn it. In this one, I believe three people were shot. One woman died. It said that she died. I read one article that said she died trying to protect the rabbi who was shot. Ah, I remember this. Okay. This is fairly recently then. Okay. Yes. And I bring it up mainly because uh, there's a news on the Friendly Atheist website. There's a, an article on there about uh, Fox News. A rabbi went on and said that... Um, yeah, really, we should blame secularists for, for what's going on. <laughs> he said that people are moving away from an adherence to religious values and an adoption of secular values. He did go on to say, I'm not saying every secularist is a potential mass murderer. So, you know, thanks for that. that. Yeah. Did he lump flat earthers and anti-vaxxers in with atheists? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine he does. So, just to let everybody know what we're talking about, a a mutual online friend did exactly that. Lumped anti-vaxxers, flat earthers, and atheists into the same group of people who didn't... It was along lines of fake news, I believe? It was people who who listened to fake news, and he lumped those three groups together. I'm like, really? Atheists? Wow. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, with a Valerian steel knife, Ray jumped through the, the darkness <laughs> with a comment. <laughs> uh. I couldn't let that one go. And then you came on and said, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then his friend, I don't know if you saw what went down at the bottom at that thing, but his friend wrote something about liberal leaders and stuff like that not knowing what they were talking about and i tried to tear it up with that guy but he didn't take my bait <laughs> um i told him he was cute <laughs> <laughs> so this guy this ben rabbi benjamin sendrow sendrow whatever thinks that um the lack of religion is the cause for people killing each other over religion yeah that's what he's saying that's his bread and butter he's got to say that okay also he went on <laughs> fox news so he's also probably full of shit well, true. Um, I don't know. I mean, generally, that that may be true. But, you know, like Adam Schiff was on Fox News recently. So there are some people who go on Fox Fox News just to, like, you know, poke at the bubble. <laughs> yeah, but when you go on and say this after a shooting in a in a another, yeah. you're a shell. He just wants, yes. I mean, that's what he wants. He wants more people, more asses in the pews or whatever Jews sit on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I mean, blocks of token. gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Self slam. All right. Yeah. Self hating Jew. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, here's the thing. I, this guy said that. I'm like, whatever. Doesn't someone doesn't some religious person say this every time? Yes. Something happens. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So whatever. Benjamin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Moving on to the Trump stuff, and this just happened within the past I don't know, hour yeah. when it was reported late afternoon here today. Oh, evening. Washington Post has an article, and they have they say they have confirmed that Mueller wrote a letter to William Barr after the four page summary came out um, late March, and said, "Yeah, what you what your summary said is not what's in the report." I love the face that he's making in the the uh, <laughs> article that we have here on the Washington Post. But uh, he's, he came he, in the letter. He he completely dressed him down. It was like yeah, that is not what the context, nature, or substance of of my work was. Really? Wait, yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing about this. Yeah. This so, happened like eight thirty so, or eight o'clock, something like that. Mueller is really not happy with what Barr has done, and I imagine it's only gotten way worse since then, especially with Barr's uh, press conference before he actually released the report. The redacted report, yeah. How did they get their hands on this letter? It went to the Department of Justice. It didn't go to Barr specifically. Oh. And Barr must have known that this letter was going to come out. You would think, but the the four-pager was already out there at that point. Jeez, well, listen, hey, 
that only worked on 30% of the country. <laughs> well, the, the, it's a th- it only worked on the people that you've already got in your pocket. So, well, Oh, I wait, I, I take was. that back. It worked on 30% of the country and all of the fucking media for t- two or three days mm. where we were supposed to bow down and apologize for even questioning our president. Yeah, Justice Department officials said Tuesday that they were taken aback by the tone of Mueller's letter and that it came as a surprise to, to them that he had such concerns. Until they you received should, the, yeah. You should see the smile on my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm rubbing my hands. Because <laughs> this guy going to testify in front of the house. Yes, he yeah, is. Tomorrow. Well, oh, bar, it's tomorrow? Yes. Bar is tomorrow. Yes. Oh, bar? I, oh, I heard he might not even show up. Uh, he, I, I don't know if they came to some mutual acceptable, you know. <laughs> he might not show up now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. But then he might be the uh, second person to be found in contempt of the house. Yeah. But since they're the people to, you know, uh, who would arrest them? The cops? Yeah, the cops work for him. No, they don't. They work for Barr. Well, all right, so the cops don't work for him. The cops work for Trump, ultimately. (sighs) Not local cops, but I guess local cops wouldn't be the one, like, FBI? Yes. Secret Service? Yes. NSA? Any of these? I don't know. (laughs) They, uh, they, They all work for Trump. They're all part yeah. of the executive branch, but that doesn't mean that they can't do anything. You can't. The, sure. the idea that you can't indict a sitting president only applies to the president. It doesn't apply to the attorney general. True. But I mean, seriously though, like in a in a weird situation, what if the president just whipped the fucking gun out and shot somebody, like a random person? Would everybody just sit there and be like, I don't know what to do? Uh, well, he said it himself. I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. Well, I know Avenue. he said it, but I'm, but I'm saying like I, I mean, he didn't listen, pull that it, out of his ass. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I mean, would everybody just go like, okay, we'll take him back to the White House? I mean, everybody. I mean, assuming like a lot of people saw it, it was on film and everything. Sure. Like, w- would, only... lo- would I mean, would local Washington PD get involved? I don't know. Does Washington PD are they federal or are they are they you know town? No, they're or... they're town. But like, okay. I watched a movie. With Dennis Miller and Wesley Snipes, where there was a murder in the White House, mm. and the local homicide cops had to investigate it. All right, sure. Again, I mean, they're definitely both in DC. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's anything beyond Twenty um, Fifth Amendment and impeachment. I don't know. Well, that uh, that I don't think applies to the Attorney General. But in any case, mm. uh, the one thing that I did want to mention, Jeff posted this on Discord that Barr previously testified that he did not know whether Mueller supported his conclusion on obstruction. But well, that was a lie. Well, that could also be easily dismissed by saying, I didn't understand what his letter meant. <laughs> yeah, except that they also spoke by phone for 15 minutes after Barr received the letter. So there was a letter, there was a 15-minute long phone call to say that he didn't know how Mueller felt about his conclusion on obstruction. I I think that would be highly (laughs) unlikely. (laughs) Well, it could have been, again, Mueller being like, do you understand what I wrote that letter? And him being like, no. And he was like, okay, let me explain it to you. Do you get it now? He's like, nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not exactly sure what you're saying to me. Sounds like you said no collusion. Yeah. Oh, boy. ramped up today, so we'll see. You know what? Yeah. I have a list of reporters that can that I want to go fuck themselves, and you know, I know, I know that's my go-to threat. <laughs> but Glenn Greenwald, Matt Taibbi, mm. all these people who are like, this is worse than when uh, they lied about the WMDs. I mean, I, have you seen this? No, I, but uh, Wheeler keeps talking about Green, Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. So, oh yeah, because they're because uh, Matt Taibbi and Glenn have been uh, throwing her under the bus. Mm. Over all this, and uh, like, I mean, for th- I don't, I, I don't under, I don't understand where they're coming from. Like, even to say like, th- there's so much in the report. Even if you don't, see, like, if Donald Trump is free on everything, right? I mean, however many indictments, all the, I mean, all the shit we already knew, and for them to be like, this is worse than when we lied, and the press is being crazy, and like now with this, yeah, really, get the fuck out of here. Well, I don't like Greenwald for a lot of other reasons. Hmm. I, I probably I thought he was it. a respected journalist, but now I don't know. In a lot of circles, he is. But I, I'm and eighty, ninety percent of the time, he's really a good reporter. But then there's another percentage of the time, you know, that ten, twenty percent, where he takes something completely out of context and just fucking runs with it and doesn't care whether or not there's truth behind it or how it impacts 
people or or the future of the country. He just he thinks he's reporting the quote unquote the truth, but he's just reporting a, a one tiny bit that is highly slanted mm. to the point he wants to make. But then, like a guy like Matt Taibbi, I don't know how familiar you are with him. Like I've considered him pretty well respected too. He did scathing articles on Mitt Romney back in 2012. Like, shit that I never learned about, that I didn't know about Bain Capital and stuff like that. Mm. And then it seems like everybody's like, Donald Trump is a great person. And, like, I guess money will just twist anybody's fucking head around. Yes, I don't will. know. I don't know much about him, so I can't comment on him. Right. And that, that in that particular instance, I, I, I would think that would be not the case. Doesn't I thought Mitt Romney had significantly more money than Donald Trump. Oh, oh yeah. sure he does. Right. Well, then why why would his money not? Not stop the scathing article, but Donald Trump somehow does. Maybe he didn't pay him, or whatever, <laughs> oh. or what, or what, I, I, I mean, I know Matt works. I think he worked for Rolling Stone. I don't know if he works. I don't know where he does anymore. But you know, there was there's some other congressman or somebody. I think he's running for president now. It's a no name guy. Was a big time Hillary supporter, and then as soon as she lost, bang, I'm all over Trump. This guy's the best. Yeah, like follow the money train. Yeah, yeah like people, there's just sycophants out there you ever worked at a job where new boss comes in and someone has just up that boss's ass like within yep. seconds yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's disgusting yeah so romney by the way wealth is between 190 and 250 million mm. oh then he's definitely richer than trump <laughs> yeah i think trump goes from it goes has wild swings i would you know for all the things that he owns I, he's way in debt as well so the that net- dot <laughs> the, the documentary on on Netflix called Dirty Money, if you mm. ever watch the one on Trump, maybe five mil they have. Wow. On. Yeah. And that was like and and before The Apprentice, he might have been dead. He might have been like he might have been cash poor. Mm. Had properties, but cash yeah. poor. Why do you think he doesn't want anybody investigating any of his shit? Yeah, he's suing I mean, people now. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, hey, that's the next story. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, deleted. <laughs> Yeah, so the Trump Organization is now suing the Deutsche Bank and Capital One to block congressional subpoenas to get access to his finances. Which he's going to lose. He's going to lose. But Yeah, he's just delays. delaying it. Yeah. He's thinking he can keep it tied up in the courts. If he can delay it through 2020, he mm. wins. Like, that, that's his goal. Sure. And that's his tactic. I mean, he sues everybody and everything before he was even president. Oh, yeah. That's, he just does it till you can't, you know, take it anymore. Right. Oh, you want money for those pianos I paid for? Well, I'm going to sue you. Now you're going to have to pay for that, and you'll never see the piano money. How about you take three cents on the dollar? Yeah. That's that's all you're going to get. Again, I don't understand how anybody who supports him goes, yes, he's super rich, and hmm. it's just the ethics of doing it. He's doing this on ethics. <laughs> no, he's, he, As, the only thing that he has delivered is a stock market that's high. So people are making crap tons of money. Not us. Not us common folk, but... You know, the, the people that, that pay the bills are making a shit ton of money at the moment. Yeah, they got massive tax breaks. Yep, they got massive tax breaks. They're pouring it all into the stock market. They're riding the wave. And it, when it crashes, they'll bail and, and sit on their piles of gold. <laughs> like at the synagogue? <laughs> hey! Yeah. That's what you call loop-de-loop, Ian. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is. I've been practicing. <laughs> it's not anti-Semitic. Oh, you have become it. the master. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I have uh, related to Trump, the House Intel panel has referred mm. Eric Prince to the Justice Department because he they're saying that there is strong evidence that he lied to uh, U.S. lawmakers probing Russia. And for those who don't remember, he is the was the head of Blackwater Security and is the brother of our Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. And Isn't he still around. head of Blackwater, but that has a different name now? Name. Yeah, they changed the name of the company. Yeah, the now defunct Blackwater, but it's still the same. It's the same company. Yeah, it's right. got a nicer name, though, right? Right. He, I don't he, remember what it is, but no, yes. I don't remember. But he st- he wants to do private wars. So he he instead of sending soldiers, he wants to have the U.S. government hire him to fight the fights for him for us. So Ac- academy, academy. <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed yeah. to pronounce that other than academy, but yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's such a cavalcade of evil people. Hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, Betsy DeVos, who has completely fucked everything up and wants to fuck everything up, is also brother to this guy who tried to start a secret communique in the Seychelles. Mm-hmm. Like, like you would think, again, I keep saying, and, jo- and 
John Oliver is always like, it's stupid Watergate. <laughs> because it is. This is not how you run a conspiracy. They're just like, there's no there's no hiding of anything. They're just like, yes, McMahon donated millions to my campaign, so she's in charge of small businesses now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking so I'm of, not – go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I'm not familiar with the next article. I don't know who threw this on, oh, but I, I know what it's related to, and, and still related to Trump. His his one rally where he he described an abortion in a very unique way. At least I've never heard of this before. Right. Well, and, and I'll actually quote him because it's there's no other way to do it. He says the baby is born. The mother meets with the doctor. They take care of the baby. <laughs> They wrap the baby beautifully, and then the doctor and the mother determine whether or not they will execute the baby. I don't think so. I almost just spit coffee on my expensive $150 mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> right when you said the baby is born, I was like, what? <laughs> he said this in front of, you know, a couple thousand people in Wisconsin. And cameras. And cameras, yeah. So th- this is this is what he's telling people. Holy the only part of his statement Wait. that I agree with is the end. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> when the baby's born, do they make sure they turn off all fans and air conditioning so it doesn't get cancer? <laughs> I mean, he is, he's always lied, but his the level of his lying and the size of the lies is growing. I, I didn't think it was possible, but this is completely crazy pants. So, ah. it's Because it's exactly – Sam Harris explained it. Like in 2016, talking about Trump's speech, it's it's he's not thinking about what he's saying. He's just saying words. And then he has to I know Ray hates this. He has to double down on the previous word <laughs> that he just said instead of backing up. Oh, so you have to cra- always go up. Yeah, right. So he can't go, you know, the baby's born. He's like, well, you mean what I mean is the baby's in, you know, is she in the in the stomach? No, the baby's born now and the baby will stay born. Because I need to finish this thought. Right. And it's wrapped up, and then they decide whether they're going to execute the baby. <laughs> right. And it sounds like he's a crazy person. And he is a crazy person. But I, I'm telling you, when I used to do the other podcast, and in the midst of it, have a panic attack, right? Mm-hmm. I would be talking and not even know what was coming out of my fucking mouth. Mm, sure. Like, just, just to fill up time. And then, like, and in my head, be like, what am I saying? Like, I don't know what I'm saying. And, like, just... Weird things would just roll off my tongue. And that's what – I mean, I'm not saying he's having a panic attack, but – He's it, having a senior moment. I'll give you that. It's I like oranges. It's- like, he said oranges, and now he's. it's got to be oranges. Yeah. It can't be – I cannot correct myself. Nope. That, we've changed the meaning of the word. It's now oranges. <laughs> well, t- I don't know. It was today or yesterday. He said something about wanting to shoot people as they came across the border. And we can't do that. But we should do that. And we can't do that. We should do that. And it was somebody posted a video about it. I don't remember where it was. Me. Oh, it was you. Okay. That yeah, was... but he actually he actually said that a couple weeks ago. But... Oh, it was a couple weeks ago? Okay. Yeah. He was like, I can't because everybody will get all upset. But, you know, I could if I wanted to, but I won't. <laughs> right. Shoot people as they came across the border. Right. Right. But the end of the video was great. Where he was like, it'll trigger the libs. He's like, so let's do it. Do <laughs> <laughs> it. <sighs> well, now he wants to fine... Asylum seekers, you have to pay a fee in order to be an asylum se- asylum seeker. <laughs> yeah, and all the cases need to be adjudicated within 180 days, and you can't get a work permit unless you go see a judge. But I mean, the whole thing—I mean, this is actually going as to be turned into regulations. The whole fee and all that stuff. He's trying to get that as through his regulations at this point. Did you see the huge amount of money he is going to cut out of um, foreign aid and international? policies that makes sense so like 23 percent wow he wants a 23 percent percent cut in the budget to uh to foreign aid nice and they followed it up with it's definitely going to happen because his main opposition you guessed it i'm just kidding lindsey graham <laughs> <laughs> i mean of, lindsey. lindsey should at least have some idea of how that will affect us let alone the rest of the world Lindsay, but he does. He does. He is the chairman soul, of, so. of that. He, he is the chairman of of that committee. But he is either bought and paid for, or they have blackmail material on him because he will cave again. Absolutely, will cave. Yeah, he will come out now and say this is outrageous. I won't let this happen. And then, as soon as he comes to a vote, he's going to be like, "Whatever Mr. Trump says, mm. that's how I'm voting." Yeah, do I need it. Mr. I Trump need a new is master. A, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trump is a hateful race baiting. Uh, <laughs> 
I have never heard a single racist thing come out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're the worst person, Lindsey Graham. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the worst. Like, I used to, you know, at least now I understand that, like, you know, uh, Mitch McConnell, you know, doesn't mince words. He's like, I've been in here for 30 years. You can't touch me. I'm unstoppable. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Lindsey Graham is Slow just Slow and a... steady wins the race. <laughs> <laughs> right? mm. Says the tortoise. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, Lindsey Graham's like, um, I'm going to say both sides are right all the time. <laughs> well, I wish Lindsey Graham would understand that we don't care that he's gay. It's okay. They don't yeah, really don't have really. any blackmail material on you. It's all right. God, do you think that's what fuels him the whole time? Yeah. I think that's a big part of it, yeah. Like, that just fuels all his, like, flip-flops and back and forths and swaying to, to wherever the power is. Like, he's just like, I've just got to keep myself insulated from this mess. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, you don't think Trump whispers to him in his ear, I'll tell people that you're gay. They already think you are. I'll confirm it. Absolutely. For sure. He's, uh, I was going to say, he represents... One of those crazy southern states, doesn't he? Yes, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah, he's done yeah. if that comes out. Probably. Yeah. South Carolina. There you go. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> The worst of the worst. <laughs> yeah, no, they've got a couple big cities. It's a little bit of hope. But, yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> but, I mean, this is even prior to Trump, though, like, Lindsey Graham was just he's just a shill looking for a best friend, looking for a, mm. a an alpha male to back up. Well, yeah, I mean, he followed around McCain for years. Right. Yeah, he, he he needs an alpha, huh? <laughs> Since we're still kind of on Trump, one unless we're are we off this? I only had one more thing on Trump. Oh, Jeff, okay. damn it! <laughs> oh, it was just that we reached a milestone, according to the Washington Post: ten thousand false or misleading statements. Mm. Ten thousand times this president has lied to the American people. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he, alarming. He, he averages like twenty to thirty a day or something like that. But there's count, whole days I, where he's. I, this whole day is where he doesn't, you know, show, show his face. That means yeah, he some, doubles down on other days. The, the, well, either they're, they're probably counting tweets, too. Oh, sure. That makes sense. And he could tweet four. He tweeted four times about Joe Biden in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually stopped following him because it bothers him when he doesn't have as many followers. And I'm just one, but I wanted to contribute. <laughs> I just want to say that uh, if you ever do want to see what he's tweeting, uh, you, you, you four here, including mm. myself, you can uh, – the soaring eagles of freedom are following Trump. Mm, so okay. <laughs> I, get, okay. I get to see what he says still. I get alerts. <laughs> I only ever look at Trump's Twitter to see people make fun of him on whatever he tweets. Which yeah. is usually pretty fantastic. If yeah. I do love, though, that Jack Dorsey had some kind of important business meeting, and all they could talk about was how Obama had more Twitter followers than, than <laughs> All right. Mm. The head of Twitter. I didn't know who that was, but now I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, since you mentioned that, do you have something else on Trump before we move uh, on? Yeah, real quickly, I don't know if anybody – did you? Did everybody see – Fox host, judge, and frequenter of my office to talk to my boss sometimes, Judge Napolitano, on his uh, his little rant about the Mueller report. He actually mm. went left a little, yeah. Left a little? He went yeah. all the way. It was <laughs> yeah. so bad, they wouldn't let him do it in the studio. He had to go down on the street. Wow. <laughs> I mean, he was like, blank, 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 blank. That's obstruction of justice. Blank, blank, blank. That's obstruction of justice. And just kept, they had zoom-ins and everything. <laughs> wow. And now Trump hates him. Well, yep. sure. He, he betrayed him. And apparently he went in there and asked to be a Supreme Court justice, and Trump said no. <laughs> but then the, <laughs> then the truth came out. <laughs> right. And the truth was is that he went in there and said, you should do Neil Gorsuch. And he said, like you. And he said, no, like Neil Gorsuch. And he, then Trump's like, we'll make a case for you. And he was like, okay, here's a case for me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know what's going on at Fox News. Why, is, why are some people allowed to slip through the cracks there? Well, Shep Smith has never been on board 100%. There have always been a few actual reporters that work there. That nobody, they're just not interesting. <laughs> I mean, I understand Shep Smith's like on during the day. Yeah. And, you know. It's not the morning show of hate. It's not the evening shows of hate. Yeah, he's, he's like midday, which if you're in the radio, no one listens to that shit. That's <laughs> 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 what you watch while you're in the airport, right? So I wasn't able to read this full article, but there's an article that's on Vice that talks about uh, Twitter. And uh, since we were talking about Twitter and so Twitter banned ISIS, they were able to crack down on ISIS and any sort of things that were being posted from them got taken off of Twitter. Mm -hmm. And the question is, why can't Twitter do the exact same thing to white supremacy? 
And the answer is because they actually tried. They came up with algorithms, but their algorithms not only got rid of white supremacy, but it would stop a lot of Republicans from tweeting. It would have canceled <laughs> accounts and, and banned Republicans. They can't come up with an algorithm that distinguishes between white supremacists and Republican politicians. Wow. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally believe it. <laughs> it is believable. Yeah. It's really believable. Whew. Like I said, I haven't read the full article, but uh, it's a the first part of it, at least, is an interesting read. Well, part of the problem, too, with Trump and his issue with Twitter was is that he lost a giant chunk of followers because they were all bots. And Twitter right. goes in and eliminates all the bots. Yes. They do periodic sweeps. And it's funny. If you look at the people that respond to his tweets, whenever they do a bot purge, all of a sudden, all the responses are, are negative against him. And over time, it builds back up again to be positive, And then one day, it'll just all be negative again. So it's hilarious to watch over time. But a lot of the, the positive ones are, you're the best president ever. Like, it doesn't oh, actually address what he's talking about. It's just, just something positive toward Trump. Right. Yeah, it's Make America Great Again in all caps with three exclamation points. It's all it is. <laughs> yeah, there's Which, no yeah, to me, just proves that they're, they're bots. Yeah. All right. That's all I got on Trump. Are we moving on? Phew. I think okay. so. Yes. So next, uh, Steve King. We, no. we didn't go far from trust. <laughs> <laughs> they think so alike, the two of them. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to mention this because it references, uh, it, it's a more religious reference. He said that for all that I've been through, and it seems even strange for me to say it, but I'm at a certain peace, and it's because of lots of prayers for me. And when I have to step down on the floor of the House of Representatives and see those 400 and some accusers... You know, we just passed through Easter and Christ's passion, and I, I have better insight into what he felt when he went through that for us, partly because of my experience. That's wow. right. He got censured for racist statements, so now he knows what Jesus felt. <laughs> he is a piece <laughs> of fucking work. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe the Jesus narrative, the story in yeah. any way, but what the the balls on this guy? <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> the, the central focus of an entire religion, you're going to compare yourself to him, you Nazi bastard. Holy crap. <laughs> Dude, and the truth of the matter is, if Jesus were real and he came back, Republicans would fucking hate him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, feed the poor, you know, the, the rich cannot pass through, like an eye of a, whatever, the camel through the eye of a beetle, yada yada, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look what they said about the Pope when the Pope started to open his mouth. They're like, I think the Pope should stick to fucking poping and not. <laughs> He's the vicar of Christ, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I do like what Jeff just said, that uh, I, too, have felt imaginary. <laughs> feel a lot like Jesus. Uh, in any case. Well, the fact, I just want to, Steve King. The yeah. fact that he was in, I mean, how long was he in the House of Representatives? For decades. And he how felt- How long? He's still there. Well, yeah, he's still, yeah, <laughs> he was censured but and taken off of a bunch of committees, but they didn't kick him out. So he's been there for decades. And in this time, at this moment in time, he felt safe to start being more vocal about his um, racism. Hmm. Strange. It's really not racism to say that white people are better. <laughs> <laughs> Also, That's his who, argument. He's been, he's been saying this shit even <laughs> kind of prior to that. Yeah. It was always quiet and on the down low, though, and in smaller groups. He's, he's felt a lot more free to, you know, speak his mind recently. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just in case anybody's wondering, Steve King is a fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I got about him. Just a quick mention. Uh, meanwhile, Buttigieg. Uh, there are several articles on here. One is an article on the Friendly Atheist webpage that talks about uh, how he feels about religion. And uh, I thought part of it was really good. He said that he strongly believes in the separation of church and state. He thinks that anyone who steps into the public sphere needs to make it clear that they are here to support people of any religion and people of no religion. Um, he says that uh, I, I get the one, one of these things. One of the things about scripture is different people see different things in it, but at the very least, we should be able to establish that God does not have a political party. It's a good political statement. I certainly don't agree with the, that last bit, but, you know, whatever. At least 
I, I'm fine with somebody who is religious, who is in office. I kind of have to be. Yeah, but Not a lot of option here. <laughs> right. But at least, you know, separation of church and state. He stated it very clearly. And I don't, you know, I don't see any reason that he would be lying about it. So no. I. He seems genuine. Yeah. Uh, he, he does. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just said he does. Yeah. And I like the I like that he mentioned uh, people of no religion. Yeah. Yes. He was like, you guys are okay, too. Yeah, I'm glad he. I'm glad he took a stance on something. Buttigieg <laughs> 2020. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> he did. He did do some policy release uh, last uh, last couple of days. He was starting to put stuff out, but still 2019. There's plenty of time. Yeah, he better get cracking. Yeah, this is the only country where the the process to um, elect a president takes two fucking years, and we mm. do it every four years. It's crazy. Most other people do it in a couple of weeks. I don't remember this. When did that start? Because I don't remember uh-huh. this from the past. I remember, you know, a lot. I remember the the Clinton run, and it wasn't this long. No, this is relatively it felt, new. It felt like it started roughly around 2004. Yeah. With Kerry and all that shit. That's when the mm-hmm. real dirty mudslinging started. And then, but then 2008 was like insanity. Yeah. That is true. Uh, That's when it could, really took off. Because you had so many people running on so many sides and, like, you know, we got to meet Rick Perry and, we got, <laughs> you know, Mitt Romney made his first bid. Yeah. So while we're talking about Buttigieg, uh, the other uh, – there's two other articles about him specifically. One, he'd been accused of sexual assault. Right. I don't remember who Jacob Wool is. Jacob Wool um, did this to somebody else and I don't remember who. He's some internet jackass. Is this the guy who fucked with James Gunn? Uh, that, yeah, I, I think he's fucked with a couple different people. He's tried to... He What he does is he goes and recruits hardline right people to accuse celebrities and politicians of various things. Oh, wait a minute. No, this is the guy who said he had shit on Mueller. Yes, it was Mueller. Oh, and he put that press conference out where he yep. said he had an honorary degree from Harvard. Right. And they're like, where is it? And he goes, well, it's a figure of speech. <laughs> <laughs> By honorary, I mean made up. And I believe that he has been charged with something related to the Mueller thing. So he tried oh, to yeah. do it again to Buttigieg. So, yeah, yeah, they asked him. They're like, "Do you under, do you are you aware that you might go to prison yeah. for this?" His pre- if you, I've, you've never seen the press conference before. It is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So the, supposedly, the guy that uh, the Buttigieg assaulted told the Daily Beast yeah. that he did not make the allegation, and then he posted on Facebook in all caps, "I was not sexually assaulted." Right. The, pr- the problem is, though, is that there is a, you know, it's the stupid 30% that don't care. They heard that, and it's a gay man. So they went, oh, yep, must have happened. But again, and it's they cemented. weren't voting for him either anyway. True. True. But just the, the, the accusation that he uh, molested a drunk person. Just so you know, Jacob Wall lives in his mother's basement, like, <laughs> for real. How does anybody listen to this man? <laughs> I because I don't know, because he's following the playbook of uh, Milo mm. Yiannopoulos and all these other people, where you dre- you act like a dick, mm. you cut people off. But when they when they questioned him or something for the, for the thing with Mueller, he gave his mother's phone number to contact him. Um, good point, Jeff. Yeah, because he says what they already believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any one of us could do this, you know, if we wanted to start making some money. Yeah, yeah I like my anim- anonymity. Thank you. This is bad enough doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sh- I was shocked when I found out you were on another podcast. <laughs> me, not me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you posted something in Discord one day about another podcast you were on. Uh, I might have been talking about Ray about the other mm. podcast, but uh. I was going to say I would be shocked to find Garrett on another <laughs> podcast as well. Nah. The the last article on Buttigieg, uh, Franklin Graham. I mm. don't remember this. Did somebody else throw this in? I threw this in. Yes. Okay. Um, is is he some sort of Relation or spawn of Billy? Yes, he's a son. reverend. Okay, he is his son, the son of Billy Graham, yep. and he- the Reverend Billy Graham, not the superstar Billy Graham from the WWF. Correct, the okay. Reverend Billy Graham. He is the son of. Um, he has. Um, oh, he told the Buddha judge that he should repent his gayness because. <laughs> well, of course he did. That yeah. completely yeah. fits his brainwashing that his father gave him. Yes. Yeah, of course. I, That's not. I think he's actually more of a jackass though than his father was. And the answer, Jeff, no, it didn't work. Buddha Judge went, no, uh, no, <laughs> not rising to that bait. Thank you. 
starting to think this podcast is very pro Buttigieg. <laughs> I am pro Buttigieg. I mean, he, he doesn't have any... I mean, of... we're, not t- we're not talking about the story where he blocked that tape of the officer saying racist remarks. I don't know what the background of that is. I haven't heard much about oh. it. I've well, heard... let's, be, let's be fair and balanced. And... <laughs> is this, is this another red herring like no, the no, racist comments no, that he made? That's... That's the, that's the whole you you have you've sown so much of distrust into your claims <laughs> in just this episode alone. Oh my god, it's hard to you know. You post one onion type article <laughs> and your credibility's ruined forever. <laughs> I will now any article I post, I will write under fake or real. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes and hate. That's all you got. That's yep. right. It's all I got. <laughs> nice. All right, I am going to move on, I think. Yep. What is I next? will I will bring that Mayor Pete story next week in okay. full, but I know I know parts of it, but not yeah, the whole I thing. know part of it, but I don't not enough to get in and really discuss it or argue. Well, I thought the, part of the problem is is that some of it's sealed and it's still in in being adjudicated, so it's still it, you don't know all the facts. The fact the thing is is that supposedly they were recorded saying a bunch of racist things. It somehow got out, and Mayor Pete let them off. And when asked if he had heard the tape, he said, no, I didn't, I didn't listen to it. I didn't need to. Mm. And everyone's like, why would you not listen to it? Like, that's the whole thing. All right. Oh, did I just bust your whole Pit Mayor Pete bubble right there? Not really. Nope. I'm, I'm, no. I have to read more. I'm still not sure what, what he's being accused right. of. We'll bring it up next week. We'll talk yeah. about it. Okay. All right. Moving on to state news. Uh, over in Maine, there were actually three stories here, but the one I kind of clipped out, um, the A. Divided house. There was a lot of argument about uh, exemptions to school vaccines Mm. due to uh, religion. And if I remember correctly, this this actually passed and the religious exemptions were eliminated. Oh, good. Wow. Initial vote. They voted down an attempt to amend the bill to preserve the exemption for religious beliefs. And uh, the bill is to go to the Senate for a vote, and they have no idea how the state Senate is going to vote. But mm. they're on the right man. track, at least. Yeah, yeah. But don't you don't want all the measles outbreaks that they're they're having across the country in Maine? Come on, be smart about it. <laughs> yeah. But in, in another, there's another bill also in Maine and going in the exact opposite direction. This bill is called the Right to Practice. Complementary and Alternative Health Care Act. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, it does not define what is meant by health care services, but it says that, uh, I'm going to try to find the, the one piece. They're required to tell their patient about their degrees, training, experience, credentials, or other qualifications, although no such mm-hmm. education or training is required for alternative medicine. <laughs> and uh, they're required to say that they're not licensed and explained the nature of the healthcare services to be provided. Once these boxes are checked, the bill declares, the practitioner is deemed to not have violated any law relating to licensing healthcare professionals, no matter what they do. Or the harm they may cause. Wow. So after they declare, look, I'm not licensed. I'm an alternative medicine person. Here's what this means. Now I can give you anything and I can tell you, you don't have to go to your oncologist because I can cure cancer and they can't be sued if that person then dies. (laughs) Wow. Unbelievable. So wait, did you say that they have to lead with, I'm a fake healer, right? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay. They have to turn over all their qualifications, which there aren't any. I mean, somebody could have some qualifications, um, you know, some education, but, and then use that to say that I'm proficient as a, you know, alternative medical provider. Well, you could say that I'm a, I'm a certified Reiki practitioner. I've gone through courses and here's my certificate. Some people would be impressed by that. I'm yes. not one of them. <laughs> but you do have to state that you are not licensed. You don't have a medical license. Mm. But then once you do that... You're you're off the hook. As so, long as you don't go specifically against the orders of a physician. People are blind when it comes to things that they are they don't want to do. So somebody a doctor tells you you need to do, you know, a six week course of hardcore chemotherapy. It's gonna be exceedingly unpleasant. But it will save your life, maybe. And it's gonna be really, really expensive. That's so you go to, you know, practitioner number two, who is across the street and who has, you know, um, 
a much nicer demeanor and says, oh, I am a certified Reiki practitioner. I can cure your cancer. It will be pleasant. It will smell like lavender and sage, and you will enjoy every minute of it. Yeah, sounds much better. It does sound much better. And for a lot of people, the sounds much better is enough. It doesn't cost them anything. There's a promise of hope. And it, well, it certainly does cost them. Uh, well, Otherwise, sure. the Reiki pr- would not be doing not just Reiki. I don't want to. I don't want to say that I'm targeting anybody, sure. but I also don't want to say that the majority of the people are choosing that just because they're lazy. I feel like what this bill is allowing these people to do, mm. which is what they do already, will be like what the bill should say is, "We're cool if you really feel if you're really comfortable preying on people mm. who cannot be helped by modern medicine." And you want to squeeze the last little mm-hmm. bit of money out of them before they die by giving them false hope? I, thumbs up to that. Yeah. Like, that should be the title of the bill, because that's what they do. And it's not just it's, it's not just that, though. It also can apply to somebody who doesn't have a life or death situation, but, sure. but they can just eke a little bit of money out of them for the rest of their life. Mm. For sure. For sure. If, if, you, if, they, if you want to go to someone to, to tune your crystals and... <laughs> Focus your aura and do whatever it is you guys do. Not you guys. I'm I'm talking about no one in particular. Oh y'all. <laughs> yes. Who do that? Uh, you know, that's that's fine. I uh I feel like I feel like those people though, I feel less passionate about that because stupid people looking for stupid people to commiserate with at, at their own expense mm. is one thing, but people robbing the desperate and dying mm, yeah. for the promise of any any kind of hope is 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 another kind of despicable. Yeah, that's a whole new level of immorality there. And it's not even it's not even an intelligence thing. I mean the right look, J- Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs died of a curable disease, but he didn't believe, and he didn't he didn't want to believe that he had to do what he had to do. So he looked for alternate ways of of treating his. Um, he had pancreatic cancer. I don't remember what it was. But he had something that, when they found it, was treatable, and he would still be alive if he'd have actually gone with Western medicine. But he deluded himself to think that he didn't need to do that. So it's not an intelligence thing. It is a, I don't know. Fear? Fear, yeah. It's a big part of it. It's fear and it's justification and trying to find a way around things mm-hmm. that you don't want to deal with. Pancreatic cancer. You were correct. Yeah, I thought it was. But well, they caught it really early. So he would have been fine if he'd gone, you know, regular medication, but he didn't. He justified his way into doing other things, and it killed him. Yeah. Homeopathy, alternative medicine, it doesn't work. We should not endorse it with laws. No, should not. I mean, if you, you, if you want to do it as, you know, a, a stress reducer and just a side thing on top of your regular medicine, rock on. Because stress reduction is always a good thing, but... Don't substitute. Holy crap. All right. I'm going to mention uh, I didn't have much in the way of world news, but I did want to mention that there are uh, Yahoo YouGov surveys that was done in England. It showed that not all the dumb people are in America. <laughs> 23% of Britons think that climate change has been exaggerated. 20% think that vaccines aren't safe. That's one in five. One yeah. in five people. And uh, 16% say that the moon landing was either probably or definitely faked, and 3% think that the Earth is flat. Okay. 3%! 3 out of every 100 people <laughs> in England. They're no better than us. Oh, <laughs> That's kind of where I'm going. I don't know yeah. what those numbers are in the U.S., but that seems... Probably higher. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're all higher in the U.S. Oh, yeah. Right. And if by, if by climate change has been exaggerated, you mean... That it has been downplayed so severely that people don't worry about it nearly enough? Mm. Yes. I am one of that well, 23%. No, no. That, that is accurate. <laughs> what is it? Jakarta and Indonesia, they're looking to, they're trying, they're moving the capital because Jakarta is sinking. Well, it's not sinking. The water is rising and it's already se- severely underwater and they've got dikes and dams everywhere. So they're like, yeah, we're going to have to move the capital. That won't cost too much, will it? Mm. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> The other thing, and I'm sorry, I'm going through these because we started late and we're, mm. we're running late. Yep, yep. Um, a Kuwaiti woman, I, I don't even know. This is amazing. Kuwaiti woman says that she wow. can cure gayness. She's got the pills. You see. <laughs> right? She tell, write her and tell her she needs to set up shop in Maine. <laughs> right. And she's fine. So what she's done is she's produced suppositories. 
which are to be used by certain people in a, at a certain time, and it cures gay urges by exterminating the worm that feeds on sperm. You see, there's a worm that feeds on sperm, semen, and it gets in your butt when you're having gay sex, and she's got a suppository that'll kill that worm and make you stop having those urges because the, the urges are coming from the worm. Now... All gay people have this sperm worm? That's uh, what I'm getting from her, have yes. They been, have they been passing around the same worm <laughs> since the first gay man? Well, how did you get the worm if you weren't gay to begin with? Oh, shit, you just blew it up. <laughs> <laughs> I like what the friendly atheist says. You can't fight facts, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This this was a good story. <laughs> I was oh really? We'll have to follow. There must be another way you can also catch the gay worm. Maybe if you have gay thoughts, it, it starts to form in your stomach or your butthole. Oh, now you're talking <laughs> magic. That's just crazy. Come on. I know. Yeah. Where was I? <laughs> I bet you she's a millionaire right now. <laughs> that's that's something right there. Whew. So she does mention. Uh, uh, Jeff asked about does the lesbians have have the gay ass worm too? Um, <laughs> It's, it says, I discovered therapeutic suppositories that curb the sexual urges of boys of the third gender, gender as well as the fourth gender, which is butch lesbians. <laughs> is that her clinical term? Yeah, I, yes, butch I lesbians. believe it is. You know what? She needs to move to Maine and just declare she doesn't have a license and then she can practice this all she wants. Are those one of my gender options on Facebook, butch lesbian? <laughs> I don't think, I think it's listed as just fourth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and finally, uh, I did want to mention the Satanic Temple. Congratulations Woo-hoo! to the Satanic Temple. Um, they are now officially recognized as a church. They are now tax exempt. And... If you if you're wondering, they had never actually filed to become tax exempt before because they were making a point that no church should be tax exempt. However, at this point in in the fight against religious, they they deemed that they needed to make a stand in the other direction. They need to officially become tax exempt, become a church so that they can then continue their fight against the st- stupid blitz crap that's happening all over the country. And they have restarted their fight in uh, Belle Plaine, Minnesota, where they were previously denied because they weren't actually a church. They were denied to put a monument up. So now they can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. I hope they start building celebrity centers and buying ocean liners and creating <laughs> schools for their own children. <laughs> oh, no, you're going over to crazy land. <laughs> Only if they do good work with it. All right. <laughs> First member of the Satanic Church Celebrity Center, Jack Black. <laughs> I'm on board. They can use all that newfound money to perfect that gay suppository. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last thing that is also from the Satanic Temple, uh, the movie, movie Hail Satan. Hail Satan, question mark? Yes. Is being released nationwide. Um, it is coming to a town, maybe in your state. <laughs> Doubtful. Yeah, Pittsburgh is the closest we got. So Jeff, you you got to be on that. <laughs> um, it's coming to the Braddock Avenue, uh, the Regent Square Theater on uh, someday in the future. I did find it somewhere. It was listed. It's coming up soon, a couple of days. But Philadelphia, New York, Charlottesville, mm-hmm. Washington, Baltimore, a lot of a lot of big cities. Um, I don't know. I might, we might try and get down to Pittsburgh. It depends on, mm-hmm. you know, what the timing is like, but uh, I am interested. Yes. Uh, uh, we have to figure out when we... I, I think the, the one that I could find was like on a Wednesday at 7. I'm like, that's not really convenient, but we'll see what we can do. Oh, it's being released very soon. Yes. Yeah. It's, okay. with, you know, um, for ne- first couple of days of uh, May. Oh, it's out. In some places. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, it says... I thought this uh, was upcoming. The last... I'm looking at some of them. Uh, there's a May 24th showing. There you go, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it'll come to the State Theater. Just chill, guys. You can see it there. Maybe. Eventually. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. It wasn't listed to come anywhere in the middle of the state yet, but mm, it will be on Netflix and such. It's true. But I'd like to go there and give them my money. So, you know. <laughs> 
There's a, we'll put a link to the website on the webpage at the uh, bottom of the show if you want to check it out for your local times. Like I said, there's a lot lacking right now, but as the times become available, I'm sure they'll update. Yeah, and it, it is a documentary about uh, the, the Satanic it's Temple, it. so done by Penny Lane, who was entertaining. That <laughs> is all that I have. Does anybody have anything else? Nay. Yeah. I got the sperm worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's your catchphrase now. <laughs> All right. In that case, that's, that'll be it for this week. I want to thank everyone for listening, especially our patrons, including uh, Pittsburgh Atheist, who is here to help fact check us and provide Google searches real time. <laughs> if you enjoy this podcast, you can support it by becoming a patron and join us in Discord. Or uh, if you can't afford to do that, please share on social media or leave review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. I do appreciate the people who do share on social media. I see some of those and I do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do so on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, or tweet at profanearg. Also, please check out other shows, other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find them at soon-to-be-named-network.com, all sorts of podcasts for your listening pleasure. I want to thank everyone for listening again, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.